Wait, what is this? Is this really another Lord Petty podcast two in one week? You bet your goddamn ass. You know what happened? Uh, because Shoddy and I work completely opposite schedules and I have no friends anymore because all my friends are either like married, depressed, or um, just like alcoholics or something or like way too successful to hang out with me. Um, Shoddy's gone and then uh, my foot really hurt and I decided to take a bubble bath and then while I was in the bubble bath, I started jerking off. And if you've ever came inside of a bathtub, it's honestly one of the more disgusting things that's ever happened to me in my life. So I jumped out and I hopped in the shower and I washed myself off. I put on some sweat pants. Um, I didn't put on any side. I did a lot of stretching and I actually did the stretching butt ass naked. So if anybody was looking through the blinds, I feel bad for them because I almost felt bad for myself, you know, I'm trying to like stretch out my calf. And all of a sudden I got this like uh, German nut sack just dangling. And um, it's not something I wanted to see, you know. And then I got these big mirrors right next to my bed too, which are awesome for the fucking. But when I'm just like stretching and you, I, I see like my 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 butthole or the back of my head at a weird angle, it really weirds me out. It's like uh, the closest thing to being on hallucinogens and looking in the mirror. If you guys have never done hallucinogens and looked in the mirror, I would highly recommend it. People. Um, tell you not to do it. People that are actually like smarter and actually done hallucinogens a bunch of times and probably know how to do them. Um, people probably know how to do them smart, which is not me because I haven't done them that much. So you probably shouldn't listen to me at all about any of that. Uh, you should probably perform safe hallucinogenics. You know what I'm saying? Because I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about. Last time I did, I was at some bonfire where some guy that's dead now tried fighting some guy, and then there was a fire, and I thought my face was a clown. And I hate clowns. Clowns pissed me off. Remember when that craze was going on where all the clowns were running behind the cars? I just want, I was waiting for one to like run up on my truck, and I was going to swerve and hit him and then tell the cop I felt threatened. And how was I going to sleep at night, you're asking? Oh, were you going to lose sleep because you killed somebody? No, not at all. I wasn't going to lose a fucking ounce of sleep if I would have ran a goddamn clown over. One time I was in a haunted house when I was like 7, 8, 9, 10. And uh, I was with my cousins and my sister. And of course, I was the youngest one and everybody was picking on me. And they separated from me in the haunted house. So I ran out of the emergency exit and I snuck up on a clown on accident because he was waiting by the actual exit for everybody else to come out of the actual exit. But I came through the emergency exit behind him. So then he turns around, slips his mask over his face, cranks his chainsaw up and starts fucking running behind me for weeks, dude. I was like a uh, goddamn Chucky from uh, Rugrats where I had, had to like have my dad check my closet every night for uh, clowns. So I was scared some clown was going to come out and like put his dick in my ear. I, I don't know. I don't know what I was. I don't know what I actually thought the clown was going to do, but I was just deathly afraid of clowns. And I don't know why. Um, I don't know why I was afraid of a lot of things. You know, I think that's a kid shit. Like you're just afraid, but you don't know like what you're actually afraid of, which is kind of philosophical if you think about it, because as adults, we're afraid of things. We don't know why we're afraid. Maybe you want to do some project. Maybe you want to be a singer. Maybe you want to be a podcaster. Maybe you want to be a fucking uh, photographer. Maybe you want to be a model or something like that. But you're scared what people are going to think. You're scared of you're scared of some shit that you don't even know what you're scared of, which is pretty much uh, me with doing stand-up. And I don't even fear it. People don't fucking scare me. The thing I fear is like being shitty at it for some reason, getting frustrated with myself because I know it's going to be a huge upwards battle. 
and it's not even that big of a fucking audience, you know? But uh, anyways, dude. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't know if I mentioned or not, but uh, we're going to start doing two podcast episodes a week. Don't quote me on that. I'm going to try my hardest. Um, you know, the well, the well of fuckery has kind of gone dry in my brain, so I need to like re-spark that shit, dude. I need to re-spark it and roll it up and blow it back out in the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? Um, I guess we dodged World War Three today. Big 45 came on the Instagram because that's where I get my news. It's where I get my porn. It's where I get my gossip. It's where I get pretty much everything I need is on Instagram, which is pretty unfortunate because it's actually kind of a uh, sad thing to admit. But I guess it's no different than a TV. You know, people have been reading magazines and watching TV or... All the shit that people say is bad about social media has always been around. Social media is just like the most effective way. You know, you want to feel bad about yourself the same way you would by looking at a magazine? Just go on Instagram. Excuse me. You want to lie like you would in a postcard? Eh, just post on Instagram. You want to holler at some chick that's going to shoot you down that's probably um, not even that great and bad because she's so hot. She- Who's texting me? You can't be doing this while I'm recording the podcast. Oh, it's Shody. Shody said, hey. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's this? Hey. What is happening? Okay, she just sent me something, like, really cute, and I don't know what to do now. I am emotionally broken. That's sick, dude. That's sick. You ever receive something really nice from somebody, and then you just freeze up? Like, listen, I've been talking. Look, I've been talking for, like, seven minutes straight right now, right? I've been talking seven minutes straight right now, and you want to derail me say something really nice to me. <laughs> And I just froze up, and I didn't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't think that's healthy. But what is healthy, you know? Every five years, people be like, oh, you should eat a lot of eggs. You should drink a lot of milk. You should eat a lot of butter. And then, like, a year after that, it's like, no, you shouldn't have any dairy. Uh, uh, bacon grease is actually super good for you. It's called the Atkins diet. And then after that, it's like, no, you shouldn't have any fats, but uh, you should take a lot of sugar because the body actually feeds off sugar. And then a year later, it's like, oh, no, sugar is the number one cause of diabetes, and it's really bad for you, and it rots your teeth. So what is good? You know, nothing's good. I think the only good thing is just not being born. Because then as soon as you're born, it's like it says in the book of Jesus. As soon as you're born, you're just automatically sinning. So you're just sinning the whole fucking time. And you got to ask for forgiveness for all the bad shit you did your whole life. Unless you're me. You've never done anything bad. Besides jerk off in a bathtub. Um... I was actually a really bad kid, dude. Me and my friends in the neighborhood were probably as bad as it possibly gets. Whenever, whenever like, my shit gets vandalized now, like, if I get anything vandalized, (laughs) 
I don't get mad because I was like the the king of vandalizing as a kid, like just by by association, you know. One thing I always hate when people say they're like, "Oh, he ran with the wrong crowd." Like, no, I contributed to that crowd. Like, I was the wrong crowd. Everybody was. Every there was like a fucking guys I'm still in contact with across on the other side of the fucking world. Um you know, a close, like really close group of like 10 of us. Um, <laughs> just the worst kids ever, dude. It would be so bad where like, if some we'd walk by like a house and somebody have a window open, we'd all just start grabbing clumps of sand and trying to throw it through the window. Um, the, we would go around and like everybody would have in Germany, everybody would have their recycling in these like yellow bags and they just put them on the street. Like they weren't in like hard cans or anything. And we just go around for like an hour and just like <laughs> kick these bags. So like trash would go everywhere. And like, I don't know who had to clean it, but somebody had to clean it. And I'm not proud of this shit now, you know, but at the time you just don't realize the repercussions of how bad of kids you are. So whenever I see some kids now, I'm like, oh, this next generation is doomed. No, every generation was fucking stupid. Like, look at our parents. They were doing dumb shit like uh, getting high and watching Wizard of Oz while listening to Pink Floyd at the same time. Because I guess if you start them shits at the same time, it syncs up perfectly, which is kind of amazing. And I want to do it. But um, yeah, like really look at old pictures of your parents, dude. And it's weird because old people... Even in pictures of old people when they're young, they look like old people. So all of us right now, all of you listening to this in that younger age range, um, unless we're just, this is just getting slumped in the old folks home and somewhere in the slammer, which I'm sure people listen to this in prison. What's up, everybody in prison? What's up, dude? You go fuck a guy today? Hopefully not. Or I don't know. Maybe you did. I don't know. Maybe you're a strong woman. I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, yeah, dude, old people have always looked like old people. And then when we're all in the old folks home, getting doped up, getting uh, smoked out, leaned out, know what I'm talking about, bumping 50 cent, having dimples on our face from the last shootout. Um, We're going to look exactly the same as we do now. I'm going to be wearing my fucking, I'm going to be Wearing some Yeezys. I said wearing my Yeezys like I have a pair of Yeezys. I actually don't. Um, that's the one thing about being like insanely good looking and being like very well spoken and having uh, a monstrous, 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 humongous personality is um, I don't got to spend too much money on clothes because all I got to really do is like throw on some dope shoes and a white tee and like I get all the daddy issues in a bar and um you know so i don't gotta like make it rain that hard on my wardrobe but i kind of want to make it rain on my wardrobe because i'm kind of tired of all my clothes and um every like four years i gotta buy a new shirt because at that point there's enough pictures of me um so yeah i'm gonna switch up my shit so if anybody wants to like pass down their father's clothes to me or something like that i will take them from you because i want to spend all my racks on racks on racks on like traveling and buying shit to put on my girlfriend to take off of her because i'm a pervert and to buy like jerseys of players that don't play anymore of like weird positions like kickers and punters and stuff like that and also on new microphones because I need new microphones because I'm starting more podcasts 
And if you guys want to be a part of the Petty Podcast Network, send an email to lordpettypodcast at gmail.com and tell me that you're looking to launch a podcast and you need help with the production and we can talk. Am I going to do it for free? I don't know. It depends. Depends how dope your idea is. But um, I can guarantee you I won't do it for free because if I do it for free, you're not going to take it as serious. And I need you to take it serious because it's a lot of work for me. It's the same thing if I'm like mixing somebody's records. Like I love doing it. Like I would do it for free, but I can't do it for free because that means you're going to slack and it's going to make my job harder. It's going to make it not enjoyable for me because you're going to make my job hard versus if you're paying me, you're going to be on top of your shit. And then I'm going to make sure it's the best I can possibly make it because I really don't want to let you down. So money talks. Money talks. It's just in my pocket. Just like, Hey, asshole, don't sit on me. That was stupid. I regret that joke so much. I regret that so much. Money long, but my dick longer. Let's see. Dude, I went to go look at news articles, and all I looked at was just trash. Um, Money long, but my dick longer. Dude, I found this subreddit. I found this subreddit. It's called Slutty Confessions. And I've been kind of upset with... Uh, upset? Obsessed with it because, um, you know, one of the funniest things in the world to me is like how women are portrayed as these like delicate little angels. Like I know how fucked up they are. And uh, this subreddit is just amazing because like all these whores are on here just like posting their stories and uh like this one right here this one um i 27 female always wanted my ex teacher to fuck me i had the dirtiest and sluttiest thoughts running through my head every time i was near him i drunkenly added him on snapchat and he sent me a dick pic when i was in college blah 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 blah, blah at the time he was only 25 damn imagine being a 25 year old teacher at a college campus like you come on that's not going through your head Every girl liked him. There was uh, he was tall, dark, handsome, head of sport, head of sports. So we had a great body too. Um, yeah, that guy probably just slayed sorority girls. Wow, this is way too much text. Um, let's see, being the unicorn, twenty-two. Okay, this is the one thing like chicks type really long stuff. 18, Tinder and hotel rooms. I just got Tinder a few months ago, and since all my friends in college had a match with several guys instantly and really attractive guys of that, for a while I playfully messaged them, but then one guy, 27, wanted me to come meet him at a hotel room. So he would pick me up from my dorm and return me early in the morning so I can make it to class. I said yes because I admittedly was extremely horny and craved some excitement. See, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, guys, shoot your shot. Chicks are sluts. It's awesome. Um... Uh, so I found it. It was so exciting. No strange man I knew nothing about was going to pick me up. When I stepped into his car, I was surprisingly not shy. This other side of me came out. I smiled and talked and flirted a lot. Then we arrived to his hotel room. He was only visiting town with his friends, so this was a one-time thing. Stepping into his room, he started kissing me passionately and pushed me up against the bed. He took off my jeans for me as I tore off my shirt, so it's completely fine. If you don't want to have some toys, if you want to use them, he offered. I was hesitant at first, but nodded from the bed. This was before I explored the fun toys like butt plugs and dildos. Uh, 
He retrieved, a, he retrieved a small duffel bag and opened it, revealing a blindfold and handcuffs. I also had never been blindfolded or handcuffed, but the idea of me being completely vulnerable to a man turned me on. And like, this is some chick just meeting up with a stranger, you know? So imagine the chick that you like work with. Um, he kissed down on my stomach and thrashed around and began lightly kissed my inner thighs. His tongue soon found his way to my clit. Okay, I don't need to know all this. Um, <laughs> of course, the comments on here. <laughs> Uh, hit me up if you're in Orlando. Johnny Party 87. <laughs> Guys are really in these threads trying to get laid. Dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, let's see. Chick. Tinder worked quicker than expected. When I first joined Tinder, I expected it to be quicker than a bar dating, but still with the same rules and time constraints. What actually happened was I signed up about 8 p.m. one night, a bit boring by 11 p.m. the same night. I was waiting for someone to knock on my door. Dude, Tinder's the shit. It was a little nerve-wracking, but I was also too horny to properly care. He arrived in a few after a few hellos. He made a ballsy move. Uh, I asked if he wanted to make a drink. He replied, no, I want a blowjob. I'm a courteous hostess, so I took him to the bedroom and gave him a wet, sloppy blowjob. He came, I swallowed, then he returned the favor. By the time I came twice, he was hard again, so he slipped straight in. I was high on orgasm. I was too high on orgasm to mention a condom. Missionary, doggy, cowgirl, then back to doggy until he pulled out and came on my back. We never met again, but I have never deleted Tinder. This, uh, wow. <laughs> What this chick is expect, you know? Um, whoa, incest is one of my family traditions. Do I want to read this? It is a set tradition defined a long time ago in my family. The main goal is to strengthen bonds between family members. We believe believe have magic power capable of uniting all of us together we have very high sex drives so it is convenient to organize such tradition what the fuck dude so how it works it works as follows we all have sex together we live in the same big family house anyone can ask another to have sex anywhere in the house most of us walk around nude indoors uh Okay, last part is how new members get introduced to that tradition. It is through gangbangs. New members are simply family members who turn 21 or more, or a member who joined the family spouse. If the new member is a woman... Dude, is this a cult? If a new member is a woman, she gets gangbanged by all the men in the family. It doesn't have to be rough, but it's all about being introduced and shared. In other words, introduce her holes to the family. That is fucking disgusting. Same for a man. He fucks the ladies in the family. That way, new members won't feel shy later on to join since they already have been well introduced to the family. Same for the existing members can freely ask the new members for sex without embarrassment. That simply is the main things in our traditions. Other ones are like rules for getting preg, but that requires... Wait, hold up. It literally says incest is one of my fam... I thought this was slang, like, fam like some Charles Manson shit this comment what's your favorite cock from your family what size this has got to be fake not being in the family this sounds pretty fun but how do you feel being part of a family and so do you get judged from others that know 
dude, you know damn well not everybody's into this shit. Also, can you give an example of one of your family could talk to their future spouse about this? I mean, how do you break? Dude, people are so weird. Is this genuinely real and where are you from? I don't need a state, town, just country. Out of curiosity, because in the U.S., that's a big no-no. If you end up getting the wrong people to know about it, then it's probably game over. Yes, real. Ah, oh, dude. Uh, what the fuck, dude? My soul feels empty right now. Your coming of age parties must be insane. Wish I had a fam like this. Who are these scumbags? Uh, gross. Okay, um, I think I just ruined this podcast. Baby, come and like a dab without donkey stack. They always call back, keep rolling. Cars, colons, the freaks in the streets of my pockets swollen. It's like that, like I'm getting racked. Don't need the bill for them, looking for some stacks. Mad with the most, with the most, up toast. Cinnamon hat with the marshmallow coat. Mr. Fizz, Mr. Fizz, 